All right. Hello, everyone. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a podcast for the, the Department of History and Philosophy podcast channel, but we're now back. And to kick us off for this new season, if that's what we want to call it, we have Grayson Peoples, a history major here at Lander University. Uh, hello, Grayson. Um, hi. Um, like, um, like Dr. Rush said, I'm, I'm Grayson Peoples, and I'm a history major here at Lander, and I'm hoping to get a career in historic preservation. Oh, excellent. Well, that kind of goes to this next question. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, so, um, like I said, I'm a junior. Um, I'm a history major. Um, I want to uh, go into historic preservation, and um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at different programs and things, and, I, and I'm just you know trying to um, you know get to the point where I can get a career, and uh, you know, I, I want to preserve you know, um, our architectural history and, you know, these, these old buildings, you know, you know, turn them from shacks and make them, you know, pretty again while, while keeping their character intact. Like that, that, that's what I want to do. Oh, excellent. Excellent. So, and I think you did a great job explaining what that is, right? That you're so actually preserving physical remains of buildings. Right. And of course that would also mean preserving the memories and the, you know, the, the people's lives who, who worked there. Exactly. Yeah. Because, you know, these buildings, you know, they tell a story, um, you know, the way that they were built, you know, this, the, the um, ornamentation and the style, you know, it all it all tells a story. It's like those, um, you know, old houses that um, people used to buy in the 20s off of Sears catalogs. There's a lot of those. And now they go for big money today. Oh, that's really cool. And that kind of brings us to to our subject, the. Um, you know, you talked about kind of talking about the future. This is an area that you want to work in, but in fact, you've already started working in it in a sense. Um, yeah, um, I've, I've been, you know, doing these volunteer opportunities at uh, Musgrove Mill State Historic Site. Um, while there isn't that much to preserve there, I think the only um, remains of the house that used to be there is just, you know, some steps and, you know, rubble and things like that because it burned down. Um, before the historic site was um, created, um, but there, you know it's still about preserving you know the battlefield and the memory of what happened there. So, could you tell us a little bit more what what did happen there? Um, so, at in uh, 1780, um, it, it was during Revolutionary War, and um, the the battles in the South, the um, you know North Carolina, South Carolina, they, they, it was it was really getting better. And um, there, I forgot what ex where um, the troops were headed, but there was a group of um, patriots, you know, colonial militia that were moving through the area, and uh, they happened upon this British encampment at um, Mr. Musgrove's grist mill, and uh, there was a scuffle, and they kind of you know gathered and retreated, and then they met for battle in this um, open field nearby. And um, the um, Patriot forces, they used guerrilla warfare um, to um, defeat the British forces. And um, they were vastly outnumbered, and yet they won anyway using those tactics. Oh, wow. So it sounds like there is a very interesting story to tell there. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is that the, hap the battle happened um, like three days after the battle at Camden, which was a huge defeat. And so... Even though we won that battle, um, our people had to um, retreat anyway um, because we were overextended. Right. Oh, excellent. So it fits really nicely into an overall story of the, the Revolutionary War, especially the Southern Campaign. Mm -hmm. 
it so, really does. So how did you come to have the vol the opportunity to volunteer at Musgrove Mill? Um, well, it, it's, I started volunteering there in high school, and I was looking for places that I could work at that were history-related that I could put on my resume for college and hopefully, you know, career resumes when I look for jobs and things. And I found Musgrove Mill, and um, I started volunteer there to get some experience in case I ever wanted to um, work at a state park and just you know get get those um, history credentials that I, that would help me in the future. Excellent. And how did you get to become a volunteer there? Did you have to go through an interview? Um, did you go through training? Um, I just had to go through this uh, quick interview with the um, ranger there, Don Weaver. She's a great person. Um, she's a hoot. She's just awesome to work with. And um, yeah, she just sat down with me and I interviewed and I got to volunteer there. Oh, excellent. And what do, what is it that you do when you volunteer? Um, I kind of um, help out with you know all sorts of things that are related to um, park operations. You know, there's the regular run of the mill things like you know cleaning windows, sweeping the floor, you know wiping things down, things like that. Um, but it's also um, other um, more interesting jobs like um, maintaining you know the trails and um, you know preventing rogue trails from appearing. You know making sure everything's okay. Um, sometimes I would participate on guided hikes, you know, with the interpreter. Um, I would blow leaves with the leaf blower near the shelter. And, you know, I would just do all these uh, crazy odd jobs. But I would also do, like, guest relations stuff, too. I would answer the phone. Um, and that was really fun. It kind of built my confidence when it came to talking to people on the phone uh, that, I don't know, that I don't normally talk to. Um, and I also got to talk to people. Um, I got to tell them, you know, briefly the history of the park. Um, you know, if you have any questions, please let me know. And um, I think the thing that people most often ask me is how to get to Horseshoe Falls. <laughs> trail off of, it's part of the park, but you have to go onto Highway 56 and then down this road to get to Horseshoe Falls. And I would have to give up. We have like a whole set of these paper maps that we can just give away for free and we can tell them how to get there. Oh, excellent. So it sounds like never a dull moment when you're working there. No, never a dull moment. Well, and this is one thing I think that's important with public history is that uh, for, you know, for, for what we would call academic historians like me, you know, I spend a lot of time uh, reading, writing, that kind of thing. But what you're doing there is very hands-on. Yeah, very. So, um, what would you say that you've learned from that experience? You mentioned um, learning confidence in terms of talking on the phone. That's, I think, a very important skill. It's not easy to do. Oh, it's uh, not. Um, and what helped me was that um, Don told me when you answer the phone, you um, you kind of start like an answering machine at first. Like I do this spiel where I go, it's a great day in South Carolina. You've called Musgrove Mill State <laughs> Historic Site. My name is Grayson. How may I help you? <laughs> oh, that's great. And it was, it was a great confidence builder. And I really got into um, a routine doing that. Oh, excellent. And what else would you say you've learned from um, that? I, I learned a good deal of people skills, you know, just since I'm an introvert, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not very talkative. I'm kind of quiet, you know, and um, I think that helped me build confidence and interact with people that I've never met before. Um and I think I was a less shy person um, after my volunteering there. 
And I also learned different things about not just, you know, the local history in terms of Revolutionary War history, but also, you know, what times were like um, during the 1700s and, you know, also, you know, ecology, like, you know, things about the wildlife and the ecosystem and, and interesting things like that. Excellent. I think that that's one thing that makes historic preservation so fascinating is that there's all these different things you have to consider if you actually want to preserve history. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's, there's, you know, different, you know, things that can threaten, you know, what's being preserved, you know, um, like they have to uh, kind of cut the weeds uh, around where um, Mr. Musgrove's house used to be. Um, and uh, it, the house was sadly, I think, lost to arson um, oh, several years uh, before the, the, you know, the, before, um, you know, it was even considered to be a, a historic site. Um, so that was unfortunate and too little too late. And as for the oh. mill, um, it was washed <laughs> away, I think, when the Innery River flooded, probably. But there's still, like, used um, uh, wheels that would grain, like, the grain in the, uh, it would ground down the grain in the, uh, you know, wheelhouse thing. <laughs> Um, Excellent. And it wouldn't just be like that either. It would be, um, I think, plumbing related things um, because you know, as a park ranger, um, Dawn had to do you know all these crazy different things, sometimes by herself, uh, to keep the park running. You know, digging and uh, maintenance of pipes. And um, there was even um, you know, some electrical uh, knowledge that I learned um, because I walk in one morning and um, Tom's at the desk, and she looks very uh, disheveled and kind of tired. And I asked her what happened, and she said, we had an open neutral, and um, that's basically like this electrical fault um, that causes um, all these crazy things to happen. And is even a fire threat. Like the, um, She said that the visitor center acted like it was possessed by a poltergeist. Oh, my and gosh. The lights were flickering. Um, the uh, surge protectors melted. Thank God, just <laughs> unplugged the computers, um, just because that's a routine thing that she did. And, you know, the fire alarm was going off and everything, and I kind of helped her. Um, you know, the whole day I was there the whole day helping her um, run the visitor center after all that chaos the previous night. Wow. So, mm-hmm. what would you say that you enjoy about volunteering there? Um, I think it's like just anything can happen, and you know, there's just um, all these different things that you have to do and learn. There's just a lot of variety um, in volunteering at a you know state historic site, and it's just very interesting. It, there, like like you said, there was never a dull moment. Oh, excellent! So I, I'm hoping that some of the people who will listen to this will be inspired and say, you know what, I want to follow a career in historical preservation, or I want to volunteer. What advice would you give them? Um, just don't be afraid to, um, put yourself out there and volunteer, um, you know, get out there, get some experience and most importantly, have fun. You know, I, I, I stepped in an ant pile, brushed all the ants off of me, never got bit. And you know what? Looking back, I had fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and it's also fun if you're an introvert like me and you, you want to build some people skills, you know, greeting, greeting guests as they walk in, you know, asking where they're from, you know, what brings them to the you know, Musgrove Mill site today, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, skills like that are very important, no matter what career you're considering. Um, 
just because it's, you know, just those people skills, you know, it's great to interact with others. Oh, excellent. Well, I hope that will be helpful for our listeners. Thank you so much, Grayson, for taking your time to talk with me today. You're welcome.